This podcast is intended for entertainment and thought-provoking purposes only. The thoughts and views expressed are those of the hosts of Room 2008 and are meant to generate discussion about various topics and do not represent the views of any guest, platform, or network. Proceed with skepticism. Please enter Room 2008. cold Friday night. We're snowed in. We're iced in. We can't go anywhere. So what better of a night than to dive into some conspiracy theories? Uh, actually, the one we might be talking about tonight may not even be a conspiracy theory because it's it's on the horizon. We see it coming. Everyone's talking about it. They just had a big meeting in Davos about it, and we're going to be going all into it tonight. I am Drew Nell. Uh, I am a part of Disease Generation X. I'm here with Peter, aka Talcum X. Peter, how you doing? Good. <laughs> Nice. And we were here well, with the, ta- the tag team, the tag team champions, year of the X, Mr. Lance, and also <laughs> our- Not a good time. I want to start the Sorry, my phone just updated <laughs> no. me that your show started. Bam. Here we there go. We, we are joined go. by Lance and the uh, remote viewer, M. Lineker. How are y'all doing? Hey, excited to be on again. Got good. the one and only M. Lineker yeah. on tonight. It's like the one uh, and only. Yeah. So. Uh, she is a normal on the chat with us because we do every episode live. We are live on Rumble yep. right now. If y'all don't have a Rumble account, please make one. Follow us. We are well over 100 deep on Rumble now. Getting some great interaction um, in the chat. We're still on Twitch, twitch.tv slash room2008ENT. And we go live on X, uh, Twitter. Funny it's named X this year. We'll go into that. Follow <laughs> us on all that so you can catch our episodes. Follow us on Twitter so you know when we're going live because uh, this was kind of an impromptu uh scheduling so follow us on all that and um anything else before we get started guys i want to i want to dive right into this because this is a hot topic right now and it could be coming any day any day it could be what are y'all drinking tonight i am on uh some coke and coke soda and (laughs) some whiskey that uh what you drinking you know what i'm drinking i'm not going to say their name until they sponsor us but it's got a uh it's got a dog that hunts birds on the front of it oh nice Crown. What, about you, okay. what about you, Talcum? Oh, what do I have here? I have <laughs> Celsius for energy mixed with vodka. Oh, oh, he's chasing it. Man, yeah, yeah. chasing it. You didn't mix. I want to be sharp. I want to be sharp for this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, don't Peter don't chase bitches. He chases that. That's right. <laughs> Hell yeah. What about what you, Emily? What you got? You got some orange juice getting your vitamins got, in. Uh, yeah, I'm getting my vitamin C with some, with some orange juice. And uh, with some vodka so, and some to coconut stuff. To make that orange juice. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So like I'm it. trying to keep my health let's, going. Let's do a toast to our cameras. Thanks for coming right. on. Here we go. Cheers, everyone. Ding. Mm-hmm. Lance, what's that cup you got there? Yum, yum. Oh, I just happen to have this uh, nice 
Pearl White Conspiracy Room 2008. Uh, I don't know what you call it. A Tumblr, maybe? Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. I always forget that. who calls it a Tumblr. I mean, it, everybody. It a Tumblr, but I mean, everybody calls That's it literally Tumblr. the product name. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a Yeti Tumblr, so I forget the name of it. But long story short, uh, you can't find this anywhere. It's a, it's a rare item here. And maybe our honorary guest here that's pretty much, you know, uh, on lie. every one of our shows. I will not really bad. <laughs> it's really hard to become an honorary member unless you're willing to pay the low price of $29.99 a month. You can find you. <laughs> no, but um, appreciate you being on. I'm excited about this show. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. What do y'all know about Disease X so far? I'm going to go to the restroom. Y'all talk about it. I don't oh, my know. God. <laughs> it's so new. I don't really... Where do we start? I mean, so, um, there's, there's uh, so much. Uh, I found, uh, well, the the name alone is terrifying. Like, you couldn't pick a more terrifying name, I think, in right. this day and age. Disease X, it sounds. Yeah. And I was going to say, it's. Not, I don't think Disease X is the actual disease name. It's just a placeholder mm -hmm. for a potential disease that. Or, oh, or, I see. You like, know, yeah, fill in the blank. Yeah, it's just, it's just the placeholder name because uh, what's his face with the. World Health Organization says, you know, uh, COVID a couple years ago it was probably the first disease X. So it's just kind of oh. a placeholder name. So um, basically what we're getting to is there's another one coming. It's election so year. What do you mean by that? The first disease X. Disease X is just the placeholder name. It's like. Um, no, I get that. But what do you mean by the first? Like COVID might have been the first disease so X. What I, I found mean. was disease X actually has been around <laughs> for a while. Actually, it was. Um, it's been around since 2017. It was actually something that came up after the Ebola outbreak in Africa. Right. And they mm. they felt like um, the World Health Organization was getting a lot of uh, flack because they didn't do enough for it. They weren't prepared. They didn't have any way to really prepare for the Ebola outbreak in Africa. So they kind of started this, well, we want to be more prepared for any kind of massive epidemic that happens. Right. So that's when disease X actually started. Because, but like, nobody really wasn't as known as it is now. Right. Right. Uh, and, that, so and that's why. That. Yeah. That, and that's why they're saying COVID was basically the first one. Because right. disease X is basically it's I mean, there, there is kind of a definition of it. And that's why they're saying COVID was the first one. It was a it was a pathogen. It was a, a virus that you know, it was essentially released into the world, created a pandemic and blah, 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 all that good stuff. And COVID met all the requirements of the mm -hmm. definition of what a disease X is. And Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And let us not forget uh, event 201, mm -hmm. which was uh, that simulated outbreak event oh, yeah. uh, at uh, who held that? Was that the World Health Organization or uh, I know John, Johns Hopkins? It was uh, event two hundred one was uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, John is. Hopkins, and not World Health Organization. That was Bill, Melinda Gates, John Hopkins, and World Economic Forum. They had that event, that si simulation uh, table uh, read of uh, a coronavirus, and then it came out. Then it leaked. That's why I was wondering when he said the first. COVID was like the first disease X. It's um, implying that it's the first disease or virus that has been lab grown, that has been produced, you know, like the first of its kind out there. And it's funny that like event 201 would be prepping for that. And here we are with the second maybe disease mm -hmm. X. And yet it's another topic at the event 201. 
And uh, so that's why I was going like, what do you mean by the first COVID being the first yeah. of these X? Yeah. Yeah. And this is getting some pretty good discussion uh, at Davos this this past week. Uh, the WF had a big meeting and, and all that stuff about anything and everything of, of how they're going to control the world financially, you know, environmentally. Population. Yo, huh? we, gotta, we should be there next year. We should. We can get a press pass. Yeah, we can be a, hey, we could be. We could be a vendor. You could be yeah, a let's vendor. Go hey, let's go ahead and apply. Bring so, your cups. Cups. Bring your stuff. <laughs> the uh, the head of the WHO. He was giving his presentation or giving his interview or whatever like that. And basically, what's going on this year is they're trying to create some sort of like pandemic preparedness board or something like that. With all the member countries have to sign up, so everyone's on the same page. Um, and that deadline is May. So who knows what that's going to entail? you know, in terms of preparedness, um, you it's know, it's going to be May. Yeah, it is. Gonna be May. <laughs> so is that a sign of something to come shortly thereafter? Right. You know, everyone needs to get on board by May because in August, you know, three months before the election, shit's going to hit the fan again. Right. And we might be at a, an interesting crossroads here, uh, an X, if you will, of, of different things, crisscrossing in our timeline. And, uh, because they had the event uh, 201, that happened not long after. And then they had Cyber Polygon, where they talk about uh, what would happen if there was a cyber attack and, uh, you know, the grid went down or, or what have you. So I think there might, this year, uh, I hope I'm wrong, we could have a little bit of that and a little bit of, you know, a new uh, a pandemic especially if they're starting to talk about it. it that's that usually means that something is uh, you yeah. know, about to happen on the horizon. So are, are we, are we thinking a hundred percent, 90% on the fact that the um, event 201, you know, went over the COVID and now they're talking about disease X. It's not event 201, but it's pretty much the same thing. Right. I mean, are, are we pretty much certain this is going to be the topic of uh, 2024 election year? I think we're going to have another COVID. Probably. I think it's possible because, uh, they were hard numbers. Look what it did back in 2020. They saw right. how easy, like how easy it was to con literally control everything and everybody. And see, they were also saying, you know, like you were uh, about the May deadline, who's going to mm -hmm. comply, who's going to have all the guidelines. They were saying that they've learned a lot of lessons on the COVID and the way that uh, countries weren't prepared. And they're spending 5% on preparedness when they're spending all the other budget on just task at hand right and so they're trying to push up the uh the prompt or not the promptness but you know the the prep on mm -hmm. the next thing so i mean maybe it's there's some innocence there in that they are saying we've got to get everybody on board by may for our next uh yeah. virus and i don't, well, that's, I don't think that's don't what think normies hold on to is that is the belief that you know oh this is all to hell yeah, yeah. i mean there's nothing wrong with being prepared would you call me but <laughs> I would like to point out that I have um, I've, the disease that they were talking about and their event 201. Now, event 201 happened on October 18th, 2019. COVID started spreading and becoming a thing in November of 2019. Oh. Like that's when the first cases in oh, China wow. started happening. So, so they left and they were like, all right, release the and game. And break. But this is, quote, the disease that they were talking about the hypothetical, like they kept saying, let's, we're going to create this simulation, this hypothetical disease 
that is this pandemic, and we're just going to talk about what we would do to prepare for it. This hypothetical disease, quote, I'm going to scroll back to it because it just went away. It but it, I mean, it's it's scary how it just basically described what COVID was. All right. So the hypothetical disease that they discussed at this tabletop roundtable thing was a novel zoonotic coronavirus transmitted from bats to pigs to people that eventually becomes efficiently transmissible from person to person, leaving, leading to a severe pandemic. And that is word for word, the hypothetical disease that they talked about. The hypothetical, and yeah, the hypothetical. Why, uh, For anyone that's watching this that might know me, I went crazy during the pandemic. You I went did. crazy. I had cabin fever. Look at him. But you know what? You know what? It was that kind of stuff that freaked me out. How it's close in your face. Yeah. It's yeah. so blatant and nobody cared. And then if you tried to say something about it, you know, you got you got people out there saying that there's people out there that are actually saying that when Trump gets into office, he's going to become a dictator and censor the entire internet. And I was like, is he? Hmm. I mean, maybe he will, but I'm, I'm willing to take our chances on that. It's already been censored. Yeah. Like they're in complete denial of the censorship that's been going on. Uh, you know, as long as the internet's been going on, well, really since the printing press, but that's a whole other topic, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man, this is, this is just, this is just craziness. Well, just alone right here talking about, you know, so we're talking about disease X, we're really getting into a lot of COVID, but just watching what we say about COVID, you already know we could be censored and it's just a wasted episode if we say too much. So yeah, just that alone. And everybody else let's do a podcast earlier. And he had the guys like this uh, doctor, he's well known. And uh, he said, you know, I, I, I did a podcast last night. I'm redoing it because I had to delete the one last night. I said too much. And it's just like, it wasn't like that. It's disclosed or undisclosed or anything. It's just, yeah. What right, right. matter. Well, yeah, that's, and, the, um, that's, that's the freedom of speech we have here now. And the point is he was uh, stating statistics and percentages that went against the narrative and he felt uncomfortable keeping it up. So he he deleted his own uh, show because he felt uncomfortable because of the censorship with facts. Right. And, uh, and that's just, uh, that's sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone was getting censored. Um, and all the commercials on TV were about, you know, getting vaccinated, vaccine aided, Getting the uh, uh, yeah, uh, and all that stuff. It was just, it was just all just so creepy. And remember, you had the who was that? The mayor of uh, De Blasio. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just, he was like, and we talked about this before, but you, you're telling me that if I get vaccinated, I can have some of these delicious fries. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, oh, wait, it's it better. There's a hamburger involved. Mm. This is this it's is like worth getting McDonald's injected. McDonald's handing out free burgers for anybody that's vaccinated. How yeah. creepy! It was so creepy. Good. And yeah, then your friends coming around that were like, "Did you get it? Did you get it? Oh, you should go get it." Oh, you know, like, like imagine, imagine Krispy Kreme ran a freaking promotion on that. You get a free donut if you got vaccinated. Bring your vaccine. Your, <laughs> I your think they did. Card. I think imagine, imagine being Same. like, imagine falling for that, like. I mean, that's, yeah. that, that's why they know they can pull something like this, because I was going to say a minute ago, um, not only when they say preparedness, they're not talking about like 
you making sure everybody has a mask and you know this and that they're talking about preparedness for the aftermath of getting everybody the ab you right know, and and controlling everybody like that that's the preparedness they're talking about Th them being prepared for it, not not the citizens you know making sure they're taking proper precautions and washing their hands and stuff like that you know i, I think it's the countries the governments the powers that be are prepared to do what needs to be done to further their goal of agenda 2030 or you know whatever whatever the case is yeah right. when i was watching that the uh, the forum about the discussion of preparedness it seemed like there was really no resolution it was like stuff we should already know give more recess more resources to hospitals protect the nurses and all that kind of stuff and I want them to break um, provide, their ankles while they're dancing. Yeah, it was like, well, that's obvious. Like, okay, so what are you going to do about it? And I didn't even hear, I didn't even see them really talk about any plans or resolutions about what to do about it. It was just, we just need to give them more resources, right. more protection, more space. And you're like, so that's yeah, obvious. That's I've played, I've played Lance's clip. 2024 is going to be a great year many times, you know. <laughs> um, so I think we're going to get a, a lot of, a lot of yardage out of this one too. Stop fucking dancing. Yeah. Dances oh, will always come back. Nothing so nothing angers me more than that stuff. Like I just all those videos that just kept popping up. And it's like this choreography takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and actual and how how is it that everyone that works at this hospital is is in a oh, is in a tried, dance crew? He tried to do a step show one time and it just didn't work out. <laughs> like uh, this, this is no, I know what you mean. Yeah, them taking those breaks. Note, it's gonna be a, another. <laughs> oh, what did I say? I can't remember. I got a, I got a name. What do you got? Choreography. <laughs> so, uh, disease X. Oh, you want to hear the components of what they predict disease X would be? Yes. Okay. 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 So, um, I thought it was very eerie how Event 201 was like, this is the hypothetical disease that we're going to have. And, um, the components of D disease X that they said that they predict disease X would be. Now, disease X, like, um, disease generation X was saying, isn't an <laughs> actual disease. It's a hypothetical placeholder name for a disease that right. basically would fall into the lines of we don't have any vaccines for it. We don't have any preventative measures for it. We have like nothing. Like we're completely unprepared for this. And that's why COVID falls under the like is coined to be like the first disease X because we were completely unprepared for it. Hey, can, I, can I ask a dumb question? Yeah, ask a dumb question. Uh, what's the difference between a disease and a virus? Uh... I think that's, I don't, you know, Peter, you're a doctor. What, yeah. What do you, what do doctor. You <laughs> I, I think that the virus is the actual, like the cell of it. Like you, it's like the actual, like, so COVID, what the, does COVID it, was I think it falls under the antivirus or just virus. I'm just curious. I think uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong on this, but a virus is something that you can catch and a disease is, I, I guess something that you could contract or whatever. Um, but it's more, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, chronic yeah. it falls into like, what's the difference between a syndrome and a disease? And so a, a virus is a pathogen thing? that can cause an individual to develop an illness. A disease is a physical condition that causes the body to change its normal composition. A virus oh, can cause okay. a disease, which ah, can turn. Uh, so a virus stays in your body and affects you. A disease changes your body. Yeah. That's interesting. But a, but a virus can turn into a disease. Yeah. A virus can turn into a disease, though. So, so okay. like, COVID was the virus. Like, it was the coronavirus. I guess it led to, what, COVID? Which You're going to talk the about disease. the disease. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my dumb question. I'll shut up. Uh, apparently, it wasn't a dumb question because we didn't have <laughs> the answer to it. No, that was um, a good uh, way to simplify that. 
so the components for uh, disease X uh, would likely be a respiratory virus that would affect the lungs. We heard a lot about that. Lately. It would have a very high mortality rate. It would be an RNA virus, uh, which I had to look into, which had a bunch of medical terms I didn't quite understand. But basically, it was like the way that it replicates is through your RNA. Like a like a DNA type scenario, like a uh, um, it becomes part of your. It's ribonucleic acid coding and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, through its actual coding, but through the RNA through the cells, and so it replicates through those cells, and they would carry on through the RNA. And nobody knows, like with the COVID virus or the uh, oh my god, the, the yab. Yeah, you gotta yeah, watch what I say here crazy. of how long it actually affects your uh, structure, your DNA structure. It would spread very quickly from years. human to human. So they believe that it was, it's already, they actually think it's going to be a spillover, which I learned is a term that means it base, it's that term for when diseases jumps species. Mm. It's a spillover disease. So they are predicting that it would be a disease very similar to to COVID, how it would it went from bats to people, they think it's going to come from some animal, some wildlife animal to humans. Mm-hmm. And so they believe that disease X is already out there, circulating through some species of animal. And that was that's how it would be considered disease X, because we don't have any um any preparedness for a disease that's not already uh, a disease that affects humans a disease that affects animals we don't have to worry about so we don't have anything for it so they think it's going to come from some kind of so animal. covid uh you said earlier yeah the only thing that they didn't predict correctly was eventually it came they they said it came from a bat which i believe i mean obviously yeah. what if it lab. comes from wombats next no, i'm just kidding <laughs> all those cute little things <laughs> you want to sure squeeze them and then you get it you know and COVID was supposed to come from what a pig or it was well no through event to a one they it was to, from a pig from a pig and they got that yeah. wrong and that was like the only thing they didn't predict and with this they're not saying bats they're saying uh it did, did they, say they, or bat well, i was about to say well an event to a one it originated in bats jumped to pigs and I'm guessing since pigs have such a close DNA with ours, it was easily transmissible to us to spill gotcha. over to us. So I think that would proper was probably like the hypothetical situation. What if uh, they they lied to us, and uh, we're su- we're supposed to actually eat bat soup, uh, and that's the cure for all of this? And they fooled us completely. Like I had some bat soup the other night, and I feel great. No, I'm just kidding. I was about to say, well, wow, where'd you find that in in this I wish you over here? Say and this too, kind of like, stuff. Uh, well, I mean, that, I mean, that kind of makes sense. It kind of goes back to like anecdotal stuff, like right, like anecdotes always go back to the the source. Um, but one quote says that quote, it could be in birds, like bird flu, or it could come from other other type of animal species. Swine, for example, it's really about the interface between humans and animals, where interactions are occurring that these types of viruses get a foothold. End quote. So it's hmm. something to do with us interacting with animals. So I'm thinking well, their thing is some kind of like livestock or wildlife, something that we are heavily interacting with. Bears. Hmm. Yeah, because like who would look at a bat and be like, soup? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to eat that wing. That looks delicious. A lot of meat on that. <laughs> I just, I mean, it was it was already basically debunked that the whole bat thing for yeah. COVID never happened. So I don't, I don't believe that's how this is going to happen either. It's going to happen the same way. I have an interesting theory about this that uh, we'll talk about at the end. So, same. I don't think anybody here on this screen right now believes that it came from a bat or any of this is really going to come from an animal. I think we're past that. Um, 
Like I don't, need, I don't, need, I don't have, I don't have proof for myself that proves to me that any of this was even real, uh, and that maybe something else was going on. Because I mean, didn't the the flu numbers just disappear? Man, that's a. Oh, well, I mean, it is a. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a strain of the flu. It's just, you know, that's why they just. I think they just uh, categorized it separately to freak everybody out. It's all propaganda. The whole thing, it was an exercise on uh, uh, compliance. Yeah. It was successful. Uh, and it proves that they have a stranglehold over the market, over uh, major corporations, over tech, over uh, everything, police, everything. Yeah. So we were talking uh, before the show, and I was talking about how I'd read that uh, there's a lot of bio labs that, are, uh, that mm. create bioweapons, basically, for the highest bidder. They're now coming out with vaccines, and it's like the chicken before the egg. You know, did they have the vaccine before the disease, or they had the disease? Then they were like, "Oh, we need a vaccine." And um, M. Lindiger was over here talking about all the different labs you know, that we assume it's like, "Oh, China has," you know, the labs. But what were you saying about that? I through some of my readings, I found that uh, America has over two hundred labs where they work on bio. Uh, but not biotech, but like uh, where they work on diseases, where they experiment yeah. with diseases and, and like highly contagious ones. Like they experiment. Um, there are disease labs in all 50 states. Like there's one in every single state. And, and uh, Ukraine. Yeah, and, where uh, they are else. creating, experimenting, cloning, mm-hmm. testing diseases. And uh, actually what's kind of terrifying is that uh, experiments at these labs involve drug-resistant tuberculosis, exotic strains of flu, SARS and MERS viruses, the plague, anthrax, botulism, um, ricin, Ebola, Marburg, hemorrhagic fever virus, telomeria, <laughs> Q fever. I've never even heard of Q fever. And Peter, you had, that, you had that a few years ago, right? Q fever and meliodosis. Like, I mean, the like... <clears throat> They experiment the diseases that affect livestock. They're experimenting with mad cow, like in all these labs and stuff. And actually, apparently, one of them accidentally sent live anthrax to uh, to some facility, and it was like, "Oops, my bad. That was live anthrax." Wow! And like, like these things are happening within our own country. So it's not just right. like something that's happening in China. So, like our own and country on the border of Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up too. I heard Lance mention that a minute ago. That was that was pretty all but verified. You know. Gosh, if I was. Yeah, Four or five of them. If I was Vladimir, I would be upset too. But you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, and all this stuff just—it's—it's well, so impactful, and it just goes a passing. Right. You know, right. it's like you forget the details before all this other stuff comes up. It happens so quick. If only like people the, would care. Like the bio labs. I forgot all about that until you mentioned it. I'm like, oh, of course, of course. And she's like, what's well, in America too? And I'm like, oh man, I just. That's you know that's the problem with the twenty four hour news cycle. They stick they they stay on a story for five minutes, go on to something else, and then you know like right. aliens up next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we just, we just forget like goldfish, which is ironic that we'd be talking about aliens after this. So <laughs> right. So yeah. so yeah, that's uh, it's you know not a lot of people are talking about that anymore because um, I, I think that's very important. The whole on the border of Ukraine and Russia. You know, because everyone's suspecting China to have something to do with this. Um, you know, and that I don't know if they're going to play the same. They're going to do the same play twice. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's going to be the same play, but it's going to be like 
Yeah. A different for you know, in football it's terms, gonna be more, it's going to be more streamlined, like a different formation, if that makes sense, you know. Right, right. And yeah. uh, then we'll we'll see with this next one. We'll, we'll see the the arm of the military present itself too. I, I would imagine. Uh, so it's it, you know, it feels like a movie uh, script that is unfolding uh, slowly. Um, and man, it's a it's a crazy script. There's too much going on in it. Um, Peter, how do you feel living through it? These are historic times. Um, there's a lot on the line this go round. Like, um, say if the grid went down, we we would all be caught with our pants down. Uh, especially like think about the cold. Peter, that's happened to you before, right? <laughs> no. Hey, do y'all believe it works like uh, the Mission Impossible movies? You know, when when there's this virus out there in a lab, he has to go and infiltrate the lab and, and grab the virus and keep it in safe hands and. The highest bidder is like, you, you think it, there's any of that going on? Oh, I, uh, I mean, it. possibly. I mean, but think about most people be like, what's the motive behind making these crazy, deadly viruses that shouldn't ever exist? The answer is to solve the problem of overpopulation. And then, they, you know, they want to have some stuff to pick out. You know, they want a menu of, uh, you know, lethal diseases. Uh, to choose I'm more from. Lines that it's all about the, uh, the mighty dollar following the vaccines. You know, if we can, if we can uh, figure out a virus that's uh, that we can definitely 100% fight, let's throw it out there and let's, right. just, let's let a few people, you know, tens of thousands die, make it mainstream, and then we'll throw a vaccine out there and make billions. If you think about who who actually made money off COVID, it wasn't us. I mean, some people would say, "Oh, you got money from the government." Shit, I didn't apply. Should have. Really hate it. I didn't. But um, you know. Your Bill Gates, your uh, your organizations, all the, uh, the you know the other brands I don't want to name right now, they're going to be in the in the ballpark on this as well. The middle class must so. be collapsed. Have you seen V for Vendetta? Oh yeah, it's been years, but yes, I just that's watched good. it recently, and it just it brings up to mind like everything that's been happening recently, and I think it kind of goes back to financial, you know, motivations. But I think control. I think a lot of it has to do with control. A few release the disease where like in the movie where you have the antidote to it you have pure control it's dependency it's control it's movements that you want to happen it's placements of putting people in power that you want to put in power and when control. you have the antidote to something you have complete control yeah right, to, to, pi to piggyback off that um in our archives i guess you could say you know we did an episode on 15 minute cities you know mm -hmm. once all that infrastructure is in place which damn near every city is the same now you know, right. it's got a couple shopping centers within within 15 minutes. You know, who's to say a disease X gets broke out, military comes in, and yeah. you know, you got to have a pass to go somewhere or you know whatever. We become there's a there's a Walgreens <laughs> and CVS on every corner. You know what I mean? Every every inter main intersection in town uh, is is the prime real estate for the the 15 minute city. And, uh, you know, I, I walk everywhere. Um, uh, you know, I walk to the grocery store and all that. I'm already living that life. It, it's convenient to live close to things, but I could still you're calling go... me the Norbie and you're the one walking in the 15 minute cities. Uh, I'm, I'm from the future, man. <laughs> My carbon emissions are goose eggs. So, but, uh, anyway, uh, I don't know. Th things are just going to get, uh, uh they're just going to escalate. Um, uh, and, the police state will be, will eventually squeeze the, uh, every bit of 
personal freedoms we have left out of us. Uh, well, it's funny you say that because, quote, widespread testing and aggressive contact tracing, end quote, was one of the ways to be prepared for disease. Mm -hmm. Aggressive wow. contact tracing. Like you couldn't have chose a more mm. aggressive term than aggressive. Like, what do you mean by aggressive contact tracing? And widespread tests like well, I we get just that found you, out that yeah. uh that even having your notifications on track where you are yeah. right. right i want to know like disease x is it dangerous like how do what's the what's the uh i think how dangerous is it right now 65 percent mortality rate is that right yeah something like that on what well i mean some of these viruses or whatever that people are testing um like one of them's got 100 percent mortality rate on the humanized mice whatever the fuck that is Oh, um, yeah. And then there's another one that's got like 65% mortality rate. Because <laughs> um, like 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 we were saying, disease X isn't an actual disease. There's, you know, it, it could be a number of viruses that that people are messing with right now. So different right. viruses. I mean, that's that's the controversy of it all. It's like, it's like they're experimenting with all these diseases to pre prepare for a disease. And you're like, well, then just stop messing with them. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't stop. Make, <laughs> stop. Like, why are you messing? <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, why? I'm not a scientist. I don't know any, I'm not in that field, but I also don't understand the concept of let's experiment with these highly contagious, high mortality rate diseases that we don't have any known cures for or preventatives for just to make preventatives for them and cures for them in case they just happen to get out. Just don't make them. Oh, it's, it's like the it's the playbook. It's problem, reaction, solution. You create a problem. There's a huge reaction. Then you create the solution for it. You know, and that's that, that's what it is. That's the playbook for hundreds of years. You know, and then there's all the people out there that are like, "Well, are you a scientist? Well, are, are you a biologist?" If you no. say that, I hate to be this guy, but if you say that, you suck. I'm still a concerned citizen on the earth. Like you know, that's what it comes down to. Like, no, I'm not a scientist, but I'm still concerned. Like, I don't want that out there. I don't think you need to be messing with things. Like. That you don't need to be messing with. Just, I, I might not be a scientist, but I can you know? still read good. Yeah. I mean, come on. You can read well. Too many people think that's a clip right there. Uh, <laughs> too many people think that they're too smart, and when when, when they graduate <laughs> from a certain degree, they feel like they can uh, go up against anybody. And the reality is, some people are just blind to uh, facts and their own, you know, just cockiness. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so you have these doctors that are like, you know, oh, well, you know, it's it's like the vaccines that are out. Well, they're safe because they they test them. And uh, like I was listening to a podcast the other day and it's like this doctor's like, well, when they were testing for the vaccines against uh, was it I think it was Down syndrome, you know, and they're like, well, we tested, you know, the vaccine. So it's all good. Well, they tested two vaccines out of like 13 that they were given. And only one ingredient in those two vaccines, just enough information to say, oh, well, that's safe enough. And right. the whole medical community is okay with that because there was a uh, a, a letter that went out, professional letter. And, and But you have somebody else that's going against the grain. And uh, there's not enough people willing to swallow their pride and say, you know what, there's some information there we need to look at. They're just going to go with what the community is telling them to say. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of that is how they – are able to set up this stuff to just, uh, you know. So um, a minute ago we were talking about mortality rate. Um, I'm going to play a nine second. I think this was off of a CBS News's TikTok. I think 
Um, it's just a small clip real quick. Um, give me one second. I'm going to share the audio. Uh, let me find it. World leaders gathering in Davos, Switzerland this week are going to discuss disease X, a hypothetical virus 20 times deadlier than COVID-19. Oh, great. Great. Oh, great. <laughs> well, see, that's what I don't get. Like, it seems like they know an odd amount about very specific odd right. details about this disease X. If it's so hypothetical, how are you supposed? How do you know it's going to be twenty times more deadly? How Everyone's do you know getting the When? I mean, it's just how do you know, or how are you making these predictions that it's going to be a spillover disease? It's just like these details that seem oddly specific. Yep, yep, yep. So, so that's not a good sign. That means that I mean, right. I would say we're in uh, not red alert right now, but uh, a very reddish orange alert. Something's going to happen, and it's going to be another big ordeal. But I'm I'm not sure what it is. Like I said, it could be a crisscrossing of grid and outbreak issues. Yeah, um, I, I saved a bunch of tweets. I'm not going to play this one because it's the head of the. WHO, I don't even know how to say his name, Tedros Gabrasis, whatever his name is. Um, when he was at, in Davos this past week, a, a like I was saying earlier, a crucial aspect of the preparedness is for all countries, it doesn't say all countries, but is for countries to commit to the WHO pandemic agreement. That's what needs to be, has to get, you got to get on board by May, sign everything, everybody uh -huh. get on board to be on the same page and basically, you know, adhere to the same rules and, and, all that good stuff. So, and and how you're gonna how you're gonna implement the the punishment of not complying? Right, right. Uh, because nobody's going to comply this next time around. I think uh, a lot of people are. There, there's going to be a huge segment of the population that is. There's no doubt. They're, I think they're probably mortality rate. Probably more like big city people. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's going to be a huge segment that's, I mean, there's still people worried about COVID, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. Driving, driving exactly. the mask. Yeah. So there's, there's going to be a segment that doesn't, they're going to be the loud squeaky wheel online, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, they're going to be the good guys because they're listening to the government and the, you know, the scientists with the dollar sign, you know, for the S and, you know, they're, mm -hmm. they're going to be virtuous and, you know, stick their nose up at you just like they did last time. Cause you know, unfortunately, this woke a lot of, you know, 2020 woke a lot of people up, but it still it further kept other people's head in the sand, you know? Right, right. Um, man, so, something's, something's about to give. I can feel it. I can feel it. And feel when, it when they start talking about it, I can, I can just feel it in my loins. I can feel it in my bone marrow. Heating up. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's that, Peter. It might be something else. Oh, whoops. I want to uh, get that checked out. Might be another disease. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> disease that's, X. It's, that's I disease, have it. That's disease sex. <laughs> <laughs> disease sex. <laughs> Always something subliminal in there. Like the penis on the uh, Aladdin DVD or whatever. Uh, Ariel. So why? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, based on our name, you're the X. This is going to be uh, like we have Twitter going to X, which was last year. I'll give that, you know, but you received something. What was what was said? It was like all the different. I think uh, Talcum X said this, all yes. the different things that are just X. X is is in our face. It's almost like getting familiarized with that letter. Right. And it's like I wonder if the election is going to be Trump's going to come out with like 
you know, bring X back or something. It's like, what? You know, just something. Everything's going to be about X this year. Y'all yeah, that? pull up that meme. I found it on X, ironically. Um, and uh, I was like, hmm. I mean, we're getting an early start. Interesting. Uh, it's uh, It kind of ties all of this stuff together. We got Generation X, Planet X, Elon's right. Rockets, SpaceX, Twitter is now X, Tesla Model X, New virus is named Disease X, and then beneath that it says total, total solar eclipses in 2017 and 2024, and they crisscross. And where is the crisscross? Uh, what? Uh, it looks like just south of St. Louis. Interesting. Maybe Cape Girardeau, Missouri. So watch out if you're in Cape Girardeau. So I was going to say um, on, on X, Twitter, uh, even Christopher Cuomo, Peter's boy, Oh my uh, God. Is going up on this. He he tweeted a couple days ago. We just got out of the pandemic, and now this Chinese scientists are experimenting with a mutant COVID nineteen strain that when used on humanized mice, uh, the mice yeah. change it changed their immune system. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, humanized mice means uh, their immune system has been changed uh, to more closely approximate humans. Uh, the virus was found to be a hundred percent lethal. Oh um, great! Yeah, I read about that. Is that Not what sweet, is that what you sent me? The the um, yeah. I mean, this is a very long document or whatever. I can't go through it all, but she can. Uh, so, I went through it all. <laughs> I did. I did. Lethal <laughs> infection. Lethal infection of human ACE2 uh, transgenic mice mm -hmm. caused by SARS-CoV-2 related pangolin. Blah 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 blah. So yeah, there's a whole report on this stuff um, where these humanized mice, which is insane to even think about. Yeah, um, I would like to. It's not peer reviewed, so meaning that a lot of scientists didn't come around and like review it and say, yeah, this is credible. So that is something to keep in mind, but it is the a document that goes through the entire experiment, the purposes of it. Um, they they had like control mice groups with actual infected mice group, like all these things. And I had to look up what humanized mice even means, like what the hell yeah. is humanized mice? But basically it's just that it's like they are basically genetically modified mice that share our immune system, that share like our what looks like it looked like enzymes that react to like different diseases, especially like within it looks like within the lungs and within the Drake. I don't know, but it's that part. I was like, I don't understand, but they're basically, they were made to be to resemble us as much as possible as far as how they react to diseases. And so this disease that they cloned, so they had this disease and they cloned it and put it into the mice. Um, and it's, if you want to look this up audience, it's a disease called GX. So there's another X for you. Oh, great. GX, exactly. P2V2017. And this um, disease is based off of uh, SARS. So it is supposed to be respiratory. It's like a, my taking on it was like it's a cousin of, of like COVID. It's not the exact same thing, but like a fall in the family of it. Um, it's an RNA virus. It um, has a hundred percent mortality rate in these humanized mice. Um, and it killed them within seven days. And it was wow. surprisingly aggressive was what they called it. So. Yeah. Wow. So for the sake of it, they infected uh, the equal number of, of the control group with the not control or with the infected group. Um, they had, um, High viral loads were detected in both the lungs and the brain tissues. So it didn't just affect the lungs, it affected the brains uh, of these mice. And what ultimately attributed to death was late brain infection, 
It wasn't even the lungs that killed wow. them. It was the brain infection that killed these mice. Upon initial infection, uh, they lost 10% of their body weight over six days. On the seventh day of infection, the mice showed symptoms of goosebumps, which uh, is also known as piloerection. And I had to look that up because I thought... Peter. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I saw one of the symptoms was piloerection, I, I thought, are these, uh -oh. are these mice running around with what I think they are? But no. Patient zero. <laughs> Whoa. No, those are goosebumps. So okay. all of them had goosebumps. Um, and they had the, the goosebumps, hunched postures, sluggish movements, and their eyes turned completely white. Wow. This was the mice. Uh, the mice, yeah. And they dissected these mice throughout the week. So at certain points, they would, they would um, euthanize some of the mice the same number each time, and they would dissect them to look at their organs throughout the process. And what they saw was that um, during certain stages, there was significant amounts of the virus in the brain, the lungs, of course, but also in the nose, eyes, and throat. Um, on day three of the infection, the neurons of the mice's cerebral cortex was noticeably shrunken. Uh, the cerebral cortex is the part of the brain that's in charge of memory, thinking, learning, reasoning, problem solving, emotions, consciousness, and sensory functions. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to Google that. Because uh, I was like, remind me what the cerebral cortex does. Uh, but another quick Google search. So like, what are the symptoms of shrunken neurons in the cerebral cortex? If you have shrunken uh, neurons in that part of your brain, you're going to have memory problems, challenges with communication, trouble recalling words or vocabulary, difficulty reading something new, increased inflammation with illness and disease, slowdowns due to decreased communication between nerve cells in the brain, and a decreased blood flow in the brain. Uh, and that mm. was just by day three. Wow. They're already starting to show symptoms of that. Wow. So mm. uh, it, it wasn't good. And so by day seven, all the mice that have, were infected with the active disease GX were completely killed. Like none of them survived it. Um, and one retired professor at Stanford, Dr. Janati Galinsky, says that this madness must be stopped before it's too late. And that's specifically about this disease and he i think he tweeted that i think it's too oh, late what? yeah like he was, somebody wants to show off to their girlfriend i mean he's like why he was basically like why y'all don't like y'all don't need to be messing with that this uh, is literally resident evil yeah. it, it, literally it sounds it. like it um so okay so i got a whole conspiracy about that too because my thought was that's the white eyes the effect the infection in the brain uh am i of course immediate thought went to like, oh my God, zombie apocalypse, like, oh my gosh. But they weren't showing any aggression. It wasn't like they were starting to rip each other's throats out or showing any kind of cannibalism amongst each other. But my conspiracy way far out there thought was, well, they were all the mice were infected with the same type of GX, the same clone. But mm. some mice were infected with inactive clone of the virus and some were infected with the actual virus. Right, so okay. my conspiracy theory was they wouldn't have attacked, e attacked each other if they both sensed the disease within them themselves. Was wow. my conspiracy thought. Personal, personal, personal. Did you ever come across any information? Because I, I came across somewhere on Twitter, I think, um, a lot of stuff going around is it affects like spike proteins and stuff like that. Um, uh, in the report, I think it mentioned something like that. Because I was going to say one of the big... Uh, conspiracies about the the, the ab is it, it it affects that so what if this disease x is 
it affects people that got the ab. That's what I was about to right. say because some people out there, uh, misinformationists or whatever we want to call mm -hmm. them, were saying that <clears throat> something about the spike protein uh, puncturing the blood brain barrier, passing through it, or whatever you say, uh, and causing uh, prion disease, uh, oh, which is a very, very deadly brain degenerative disease that's uh highly highly contagious um mm -hmm. i went down that rabbit hole uh you know during the lockdowns and all that stuff and people were posting crazy stuff about it i'm not saying any of it's real but you know yeah. who knows what's going on but anyway so this disease gx was not a prion it was it was an rna it wasn't a prion because i also went down that rabbit hole too i'm not gonna lie okay Okay. But this one was not a prion. So basically, because I had to look that up because I was like, what's a prion? So prion is a, is, a, is a degenerative disease that does affect the brain, but it basically it's a misfolding of some enzymes in your brain. And what happens with it is that it continues to replicate normal enzymes within your brain that continue to misfold it upon itself. Mm -hmm. Basically, you're just completely degenerative. Your your brain's going to shit basically. What's, right, what's right. Within. It's neurological. Brain on drugs, yeah. Um, mad cow disease is an example of a prion uh, disease where it's just you completely have a breakdown. Uh, this one was not that, as far as okay. I knew. Uh, I didn't see that. This one was um, something in I, there. I think you mentioned uh, degenerative brain or whatever, and I was like, oh yeah, that reminds so, me of that. But I did notice it wasn't affecting. They didn't have. From what I could tell, there wasn't anything that mentioned like neurological stuff. It was just kind of like these were symptoms as far as like of an infection. So they did. Mm -hmm. From what I saw in the report, I didn't see anything saying it was like bacterial or uh, or prion. It was just kind of saying these were symptoms that we were noticing. And I think mm -hmm. well, from this report, when they were looking at it, they were just looking at overall symptoms of like what was going on. And I think it's still still so new. I mean, this this report came yeah, out. I mean, this was very new, and it happened so fast. I think that there's probably still going to keep working on what exactly brought to this. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like it's neurological with the sluggish movements and with the hunched posture. But uh -huh. um, it wasn't anything like they lost function of movement. It was just sluggish, which, I mean, a lot of diseases can lead to um, lethargy and just like, you know, sluggish yeah. moving that aren't prion. Mm -hmm. But, um, but what I saw with this one, as far as the, the yab and all that stuff was that with it, though it does sound scary, like it was seven high more hundred percent mortality rate with its stuff. It was, I saw mixed reviews of it. Like I saw in this report, it was saying as far as like coming up with preventative measures for it, that it would be very similar to what's already out there that maybe could either lessen it uh, if you get it, like you could still get it and would lessen the symptoms or that it would. Um, Are you talking about like uh, re uh, like preparing for something drugs, like, like repurpose drugs? Yes. Yes. So if you were going to maybe repurpose some things that are already out there. Kind of like an ivermectin with COVID. Yeah, like, it, it, yeah, it could yeah, yeah. help out with this one. <laughs> but then I also saw something that said that it was completely resistant to any kind of preventative measures. So I think it's still so new. Nobody really knows. Wow. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. Because it is it is in the family of SARS. So it could, you know, it, it like with the spike protein which you're talking about, like it could react well to that, but at the same time they were saying, well, it also is pretty resistant. So at the same time, if no, ibuprofen so. comes illegal tomorrow, we won't know. I've been seeing some 
I've been seeing some odd uh, died suddenlies lately or uh, people having strokes, young people. I think Snoop Dogg's daughter, who uh, was 24, had a severe stroke. Not saying it's related to this or that, but, you know, I'm just seeing a bunch of stories of young people, especially like athletes and stuff like that, having all these problems. There was compilation videos yeah. uh, over the years of uh, athletes keeling over and weird stuff happening. And we, uh, we, uh, there's been you know weird stuff happening in mainstream sports too, just craziness. Mm-hmm. And, I thought you were just blowing hot air on Snoop's daughter, but we got a comment saying, "Just saw it. Must be breaking news, man." Yeah, it is. I'm on. I'm on top of this shit, man. Uh, while you were talking, while my M. Leninger was talking, you were on Twitter. Check it out. <laughs> just doom scrolling. <laughs> uh, but uh, <clears throat> no, I like I keep up with this stuff, and and you know bad things happen every day. Um, and, but the difference is now we have the internet and we have a heightened, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the audience is uh, on a high alert now for this stuff because of how weird things have been. So now every time something happens, you know, it blows up on the internet, but even still, even still, it's weird. Like, it, like it seems more common than ever. And then of course we have all these crazy articles that come out. And uh, tell us like what what causes uh, all these uh, everyday things that cause like myocarditis and stuff. And it's like this is too weird, man. Is it Peter McCullough? Is it the doctor Peter McCullough that's been kind of pushing all this about the myocarditis? Yeah, uh, uh, familiar. Is it Peter? Yeah, Peter McCullough was one of them. Yeah, um, that guy is extraordinary. Uh, whoever's listening, Google him. He is like the fighter of of all the vaccine stuff. If you want to get some really in depth information on that, just want the name. I, I just want to make sure I got his name right. I haven't heard that name in a while, but see if we can get him on the show. Hey, the yeah, comment, the comment said LeBron's son. I remember that case yeah, that too. Was one. And like something happened to Justin Bieber and his wife, and uh, and you know you'll see something like somebody died. I do this daily. Somebody will die, and they were like kind of young. You're like, whoa, that person was a health guru or whatever. And then I'll I'll click on the article, and it we like there's no explanation of anyone's death anymore. Yeah, it's nowhere to be found. And you know, like people are like, oh, that's private. The family doesn't want it coming out how they died or whatever. I remember growing up and hearing about how everybody died. Mm-hmm. Like you can see pictures of Chris Farley uh, uh, dead on Google. Um, like people, you know, people like o- OD and have strokes yeah. all the time and stuff. One but, thing that, uh, okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Sorry. I was ranting. Um, one thing that uh, Dr. McCullough or Peter McCullough was saying is that uh, before COVID, you had maybe like 100, 200 cases of myocarditis, myocarditis mm-hmm. uh, going around, right? Now, it's 100% if you have a, um, if somebody passes and, and they believed it's cause of that, it's 100% the cause of that. Mm-hmm. Which, so, and then he says, well, if somebody passes and, um, and it's not that it's like a, another percentage of the vaccine. In other words, if there's any, if there's any thought it's blood clots with myocarditis and all this, it was a hundred percent 
that. He said, like, now the blood clots have been uh, 12 inches or more when it used to be, like, centimeters, you know, things like that. So, basically, uh, if, if you have never looked into what he says, definitely check him out. Um, it's really crazy. It went from, like, 100, 200 cases in a year to thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, I think we're at the stage, though, to where the damage has been done. Because he also mm-hmm. says there's a five-year thing on, on the app. And right. so what's kind of happened has happened, and it was a huge risk. But now, you know, we're here now. And I wonder what other risks we're going to have coming up shortly with this disease X. I yeah. feel like, and I'm not going to go too wild into speculation yet. We'll, we'll save the good stuff for the end. But like I said, I, you know, I feel like there's a war going on behind the scenes. And that... I think it's ultimately good, but it's also scary because the powers that be. Let's let's uh, speculate a little bit here. Let's say justice is coming for him. It likely isn't, but let, I'm holding on to a little bit of hope here. Uh, the scary thing about it is, what if justice might be coming for them, or they're aware of some impending cataclysmic event, but I think it has something to do with them getting got for, you know, likely Epstein stuff or, or something like that. And they were like, well, we're about to be got. Let's just kill everybody. And our poisonous food, our water supply and all that stuff uh, isn't killing us fast enough. So they're amping it up because they're panicking. That's my that's my one of my wild speculations. It's not my official stance, but it's something that a corner of my brain thinks about. But I'll talk about another one uh, uh, soon at the end. But yeah, so um, one of the last things, um, you know, before we do get into that, real quick, uh, there has been a bill introduced in Congress, HR three eight three two, the Disease X Act of twenty twenty three. That was it's in the uh, introduction phase. It has not oh, passed the House. Has not passed the House. Has not passed the Senate. It's just in the introduced phase. Um, doesn't look anything sinister, but um, uh, the majority of it is changing certain language in the Public Health Service Act, uh, a certain section of that. Um, but one of the main things is uh, it, uh, the identification and development of platform manufacturing technologies needed for advanced development and manufacturing of medical countermeasures for viral families which have significant potential to cause a pandemic. So that screams the yak scene. Mm-hmm. Me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, basically the, the the summary of it is to establish a program at BARDA. I can't remember what that stands for. Uh, it's an acronym for developing medical countermeasures for viral threats with pandemic potential. So, um, so yeah, that's it, it's a very short bill. I mean, it's it's two paragraph. I mean, it's usually bills are hundreds, if not thousands, of pages long. Right. Um, like I said, most of it is actually just changing, literally changing a comma to a semicolon or, you know, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, that's the that's the main one that that jumps out to me. So um, the identification right. development of platform manufacturing technologies needed for advanced development and manufacturing of medical countermeasures, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. There you go. There it is. There it is. It's yeah. still so subjective as like for possible pandemic type diseases like who can determine what's going to happen with diseases that's yeah, what makes right. it, that's what's make that scary to me yep. 
Yeah, and to address the comment, yeah, if Zuckerberg is building the hatch from Lost, something's about to go down. Yeah, he's not the only Something. one. There's a, there's a lot who are building uh, these massive uh, bunkers. And, Damn, and, and I don't think it's one. any... Yeah, I don't think it's you're anything good. I mean, if you're having to... If you can afford to put money into something, especially for people who I think are very wise, I would think we're very wise with their money, they're going to put their money in something they think is going to benefit them. So obviously these <laughs> That's bunkers... A good point. <laughs> That's a good I point. mean... You're a billionaire for a reason. I mean, yeah, you, you spend frivolously, but you're not going to spend that much on something you don't think is going to help yeah. you out someday. So that's yeah. terrifying alone. And where me, they're as building well. it, right? Yeah. The location of? Yep. Well, let's um, let's wrap up Disease X real quick. Um, and we can do final thoughts, wild speculation, whichever one. Uh, Peter, you want to get yours out real quick? All right. Wild All right, speculation. <laughs> um, and like I said, there's corners of my brain that think about this stuff. But uh, none of these are my official stance. These are just things that I think about. Uh, calm down, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> so, uh, Disease X or whatever uh, happens here with, uh, like, let's say it starts coming out in the news, like, there's a new disease and people are keeling over in the streets and all this stuff. And, you know, people panic again and stuff. Um, I think if that happens, um, I think it's not a new disease. That's a cover story, uh, to, uh, distract us from what's really doing it. And that's the, the yab, the yabba dabba do. Um, and <clears throat> so there's that corner of my brain that thinks that, which is, I hope not the case, but you know, like I said, I keep seeing crazy stories. Something weird's going on, and you know, with the spikes of unexplained deaths, um, that you you can look up figures on this, and it's all terrifying. But um, there's another corner of my brain that uh, is has gone full crazy, and uh, uh, actually, I saw somebody else say this uh, on Instagram today, and I was like, yes, uh, and it was uh, shout out to Sam Tripoli, comedian. Uh, funny guy. He's got a good podcast. Uh, but uh, so he was he was talking about we're all just being cooked, and I, and uh, and he was talking about like five G and uh, dangerous radiation and stuff. And that got me to thinking, like, what if that could be disease X? And all this stuff, like I said, maybe COVID uh, was a, a a drill or whatever. Uh, a trial run, if you will. And, but the real threat, and you know, my brother called me and uh, he was like, they just built a 5G tower right next to my house. Wow. Like it's, it's like on the corner, it's going to be on the corner of every street. It's sure. We'll have, high, we'll have high speed internet, but you know, I've heard, I've heard experts say, oh no, it's completely harmless, blah, blah, blah. And it very well may be, but you know, you, you scroll through uh, Twitter. So and they see find stuff out it's not. It. Yeah. And you, you remember another uh, that that makes me think of another story that I thought was really weird regarding like uh, 5G and radiation and all that. Um, that Christmas Eve Nashville story from a few years ago. I, I'm yeah. not going to go too far into that one, but that was a very strange story and that the media just completely glossed over. Yeah. But if you if you read about the facts of the case, very suspicious, very suspicious. Um right. But I, I was thinking about that. Like, what if we're slowly being cooked and, that, and that's what's making everybody sick? 
Yeah. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? <clears throat> I'm just I'm gonna make mine quick. Um, we always joke about 2024 is gonna be a great year, but I, I think it's gonna be a you know there, there's gonna be some sort of replay of 2020. The election's coming up. They done it. They did it before. They're gonna do it again. Everyone complied. You you know we we like to say everyone's woken up. They're not gonna comply again. I think it's gonna be the same thing. You know. Small, like twelve percent of people won't comply. Kind exactly. Of yeah, you know hmm. the economy. Um, yeah, that's you know people are going to say you can't do that to the economy again. But what? Who's going to stop them? You know. Right. I don't know. I I'm a little bit more optimistic. Not me. I'm a total doomer. I'm going to save hers because I've got a, a short summary on hmm. my end. Um, I, I really believe that this is being set up not for 2024, but depending on who wins the election. Right. And I really feel like if if they're concerned about the Republican Party and everything that Trump's doing right now, they're cons- they're going to conserve this and keep it on the side. If he wins, they're going to bring it out and make him just be like you know, they're going to test the waters. It happened um, for a second time under Trump. Yeah, and he's going to do you know the vaccine scenario, and then they're going to be, and then they're going to try to destroy the Republican Party with the fact that they're pushing vaccines after the last four years. Uh, yeah. So I, I think there's more at play on like 2025. I guess. So, so you still think 2024 is going to be a great year? I think it's going to be a great year <laughs> leading up, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think it's too yeah. soon, too point. quick. And but my God, if the Republicans get in office, they're going to try to make a point. That's yeah. yeah. I, I bet you a steak dinner goes down this year, and then we can't go get the steak dinner because of oh. <laughs> then yeah. this mad cow disease. I mean, what else do you want? Right. Well, <laughs> we get the steak dinner and get mad cow. <laughs> speaking of mad cow, I was say, speaking of mad cow, I, I'm going to uh, make a wild speculative prediction of what disease yes. X is going to be. Yes. All right. So it's funny you brought up prions, which. I'm going to correct myself. I called them enzymes earlier. They're proteins that are misfolded. We were going to correct you, but we were. We thank didn't you. Want to do that well, thank you for. Say, I'll, I'll correct myself. <laughs> They're proteins um, that are misfolded. Um, all right. So I'm predicting there is um, an up and. Okay. So disease X is predicted to be a disease. It's a spillover, something from animal kingdom that comes into the hum- humanity. And that's the reason why we have nothing prepared for it. So my prediction is this disease that's up and coming within the animal kingdom within America as of right now, that is called CWD, which is called chronic wasting disease. It's found within uh, deer, uh, within elk, caribou, uh, those types of animals specifically. Anything with four legs. Well, and hooves and like the deer specific, that family of deers. Yeah. Uh, So uh, it's also known as zombie deer disease. Uh, now the reason why this is becoming such an issue is because it's affecting areas in North America and Norway and Korea right now. Um, infected animals can be infected for a year before they even start showing symptoms. Uh, this symptom, this disease is a prion disease. So this is one that specifically affects the brain and is neurological in general. Um, and it's completely fatal. Like even among these animals, it's not, there's no preventative measures. There's no cures. There's no vaccines for it. There's nothing. And, um, and it's getting more headway in, uh, because they've detected it now in Yellowstone national park. And so now it's made it to Yellowstone. 
And so, uh, and of course, with the vast amount of diversity, like it's huge. And I mean, it's highly contagious amongst all these animals. Um, symptoms are um, weight, dramatic weight loss, which is the, where the wasting comes from. But eventually, once you start showing symptoms, I mean, you're already dead once you get it. There's no going back. There's nothing. A stumbling, listlessness, other neurological symptoms. But you also become, you also, not you, deer will drool. They become very lethargic and they have a classic blank stare, which is where the zombie disease comes from, the zombie name. And oh it's a prion God. and it is very similar to mad cow, which affects uh, cows, which did spill over and create, wreak havoc in Great Britain. Steak. So that's why I bring this one up because it's very similar to mad cow, but it's for deer instead of, you know, the cow. Um, and if mad cow was the type of prion that spilled over into humanity, what's to say this one won't? Um, and with the chronic wasting disease, it's reported, um, yes, it's, a it's in uh, Yellowstone now. And what makes this one even more devastating is that it's completely resistant to pesticides, is completely resistant from, to formaldehydes, to radiation, and even to uh, incineration up to 1,100 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. Um, Jeez. Yeah, it's bad. And uh, and it's only it does not affect humans. There's not been one human case, so don't go crazy. I, this is completely speculative. This is just me ranting and speculating. Right. There's not been a human case ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Um. But but COVID <laughs> came from a bat. So apparently, but um, with disease X coming and being a spillover, I'm just speculating. Um. So scientists are really, really concerned that this could spill over. Because there's an estimated 7,000 to 15,000 uh, chronic wasted wasting disease infected animals being consumed by people, unknowingly consumed yeah. by people. And that statistic was from 2017, and it was predicted that that would increase 20% annually. And now it's 2024, and now it's becoming more rampant within our country and just around the world where it's been infected. Well, good thing they can just inject <laughs> the ab into the meat that we buy, and we'll be well, fine. Well, there you go. They're there already doing go. that anyways. They're already doing Dude, that. That was, our, <laughs> that was the last thing we had. If the grid went down, we yeah. couldn't go hunting because oh. now yeah. game is uh, oh, been tainted. Yeah. That's messed Ooh. up. Dude. Well, what's what's not helping, and so this is what an art another article was saying is what's not helping is that a lot of reserves will create like these um well not reserves, but a lot of areas in the state will have government sanctioned feeding grounds during the winter <laughs> where they wow. will purposely feed deer to keep them alive through the winter. So now oh the winter's not God. naturally killing these animals that would normally die during the winter because it's wow. a wasting disease. Now they're being kept alive. That's the whole well, yeah, okay. Oh, so actually, the whole so, point of hunting uh, is to keep the population down for yeah. disease, not to get around. And also, predators like wolves and cougars and like all those predators will naturally kill them because they're weak, because they stay the disease. And they'll oh. eat it, they'll get rid of them from the population. But now there are also people to protect their land, of course, you know, preserves are being encouraged to kill those animals to help the deer. Yeah. And so, like, wow. so now that so all these things are coming together to help you, this, the basically this boiling pot of this infection. Everything is backwards. I mean, spilling over. So instead of like letting nature take it take its course to kill off these deer, yeah. you got these things that aren't that aren't helping that. Yeah, Peter, so, you need to uh, yeah. Peter, watch out for the cougars you come across. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bowling alleys and woods and everything. Oh, <laughs> I watched. 
And I've seen more videos of like this, this it's, it's hard to watch because when they get to the point where they start showing symptoms, it's, it's scary. Like I've seen some video where deer have their heads like completely like to the side and they're still trying to run around. Are you ready to, uh, it, they're kind of disturbing. So just forewarning this video, it's not for your children. This is a, like a five, six or 11 minute video, I guess. And, uh, this is the end result. The deer was standing. So these, yeah. These would be um, the final stages. The wind blew it over. And now it thinks it's well, running. And now it oh thinks my it's God. like it's it's really kind of bad and so with this one it's it's getting headway i mean people are unnowingly eating infected meat of this and you know and it's just you know just scary. like a couple of years ago there was another disease that was in deer that people were having to watch out for when they were hunting deer. <coughs> uh and you know the reason of hunting deer is literally to keep the population yeah. down from stuff um you know, get passed around. And of course the thing to test is um, to test the meat. Like if you're going to go hunting, which I fully endorse, like go hunting, do your thing, but you just get it tested. Like yeah. a lot of hunters are saying they're noticing these deers acting strange. So you, all you have to do is test the meat. And like even in Wyoming where there was a, an abundance of this happening of this disease being seen, um, they were testing, actually they tested uh, 6,700 meat samples. Wow. 800 came back positive. So just just test your stuff. For Peter, when was the last time you tested your meat? <laughs> <laughs> well, last night, actually. How do you test yeah. that? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. <laughs> I had my VR goggles all batteried up and everything else. I bought a test kit and everything. <laughs> so that's my wild speculation. That's yeah, creepy, that's man. Good speculation. You like my speculation? Yeah. I mean, I feel like if it fits, it's like that spillover. It's kind of an up-and-coming brain really it's horrible it sounds and, awful and you're calling the future and it's awful and nobody wants to hear it but here it is. i will not hopefully be correct but that's yeah. my speculation mm. my that's wild the, speculation that's the scariest thing because uh game would be our last resort if shit got crazy i mean uh, you could argue uh, against it too that you know there's so much against meat now so much synthetic but maybe they also know yeah. something that maybe they're not ready for it yeah, I don't see PETA freaking out over all those uh, tests on mice. Where are they on that? <laughs> oh, you know, they're you know they're there. They're there. Mice yeah. have souls too. They're they're yelling at you me know, on the side of the street eating Arby's, and those guys are doing that shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old next. If y'all are listening to this on the podcast, if you're if y'all are watching this on Rumble, let us know y'all's wild speculation. Because uh, this is something on the horizon. It's happened before. It's going to happen again. Shoot us an email, room2008ENT at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter. Look in our episode description. All of our stuff is in there. But with that being said, Room 2008 is out. Bye. Peace.